This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, Episode 720, How to Turn on a Dime in IELTS Speaking Part 2. You are listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. We believe in connection, not perfection, and we're here to show you how to get the score that you need on your next IELTS exam. Find out why our strategies are the most powerful in the IELTS world and get your free video masterclass at allearsenglish.com forward slash I-N-S-I-D-E-R. Now, let's get to the show. Today, we talk about answering a challenging speaking part two question about describing a TV documentary series, and you'll learn how to pivot in this tough question. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, Jessica? Hey, for some reason, when you said that, it sounded like really, like delightfully kind. Just like your tone of voice is really nice. Well, I was smiling. Well, I mean, I like recording because we do a lot of stuff here at All Ears English, a lot of stuff, and recording is still my favorite part of the week. So, yeah, totally. I can't help it. Oh, so fun. <laughs> um, let's see, what's up with me? Well, tomorrow, James is having um, a presentation for the special program that he's in, and Ooh. we worked on this project together. He he did the work work, right? Um, yeah. But we did, like, brainstorming together. We would have, like, this brainstorming walk where we d- planned, like, this puppet show that he's going to do for oh, his hands-on cool. project, and... It was, I don't know. It's so exciting. <laughs> I love learning and projects and just that he is excited about this stuff. So yeah, yeah. I'm going to film the whole thing, send it to my mom. It's going to be great. That's awesome. The joy of learning. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's so fun, even as an adult, just to pick up a random class at some point. I have a friend who just enrolled in a class last night and she just had a lot of fun being at that class, learning something brand new <gasps> to fun. let her brain soak it up, just to build a, a new skill. It yes. gives us a sense of mastery over our lives and like we can learn things we can do something new you know and you always have to be you yeah. know like they're all our brains are the muscles and they need exercise and you need Definitely. to keep expanding them and keep challenging them in some way For um, sure. and our listeners are I mean all of you guys are doing that right now with English and IELTS um, mm-hmm. and then once you are done with IELTS like some of the students you've heard on the show recently um once you are in that place, then you could challenge yourself with something else. But right now, yeah. it's all about yeah. English and IELTS. Yeah, it's so true. We've had a lot of success stories lately, and you guys have been hearing them on the show. I mean, we had, let's see, Hilosh just wrote in and said that she was able to achieve some scores, which were pretty awesome. You know, for yes. example, a reading seven, a speaking eight. Amazing. 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 So we're pretty sure that she's going to come on the show, guys. Yeah. So stay tuned for that. Um, and the, we just heard from Ramesh just like a week oh, ago okay. about mm-hmm. his amazing scores and how 
that was like the ninth time he'd taken the exam. Oh. And like writing was the his biggest Achilles heel. He oh. worked with us. He finally got that seven he needed. And now he is done with IELTS. He can take any class he wants. Amazing. <laughs> I'm sure he won't miss it, but <laughs> he got past it, ready to move on with life. And that's why we're here for you guys. So that's great. But when it comes to, you know, the speaking test, that's also another big hurdle. I know the writing test is a hurdle, but the speaking test too. Right, Jessica? For sure, especially speaking part two. I mean, oh my gosh, some of these questions are so hard. So, how do you fill that two minutes? Because remember, guys, you have to talk for the whole two minutes. You got to keep going Mm -hmm. until that examiner stops you, or you cannot get a good score for fluency and coherence because it's you're legitimately not showing fluency if you cannot keep talking, right? Um, So, uh, I don't know if you guys know this out there, but we have a YouTube channel, which is super awesome. Two new videos every single week. So, if you're not a subscriber, subscribe to IELTS Energy TV. Um, But we had a cool question over there on one of the videos um, about Mm -hmm. speaking part two. So, I'm going to read this question. Um, She says, please help with this cue card. Describe a TV documentary you watched that was particularly interesting. And then she says, I haven't seen any. No idea about what this is. (laughs) So, (laughs) let's let's get into this. What is a TV documentary? (laughs) So, it's usually a kind of, it's usually quite... um, it's biased. I mean, it's usually, I don't want to say biased. Like, it's usually quite one-sided in the way it's presented with a particular opinion. I mean, often, hmm. like, other opinions can be inserted and try to make it unbiased. But that's the first thing that came to mind is the word huh. bias when I think about documentaries. But it's exploring an issue in the world, going deeper, yeah. getting different perspectives, and just going deep into one into one thing. I mean, it's so broad what you could make a documentary on. It could be about about health, about nutrition, about a, t- a time period, about a person. Yeah. Right? I know, right? It could be <laughs> it's like so broad. Anything. It's basically, I think we could define this as like any show that is nonfiction could be mm-hmm. like a documentary, right? Like mm-hmm. anything that has um, real life in it that is analyzing some aspect of the real world that is not yeah. fictionalized at all could be yeah. considered a TV documentary. But th- what makes this so hard is that... That like when we think of a documentary, it's it's not usually in the plat on the platform of a TV documentary. So exactly, this is a good example of where pivoting is mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. Um, very useful. So Lindsay and I are going to talk about how to do that today. Yeah, and this is such a key skill that goes it goes beyond just speaking part two, right? It goes into speaking part three for sure. Uh, any any place where we feel like we have an answer, but it's not exactly what they asked. We need to know when we can and when we cannot pivot and how to actually do that to make it clear that that's what we're doing so we don't go down in our score. Exactly. So this has been kind of a theme recently. Um, come back to the blog, guys. Come back to IELTS Energy. Sorry, IELTS.AllEarsEnglish.com. This is episode 720. I'll link to some other recent episodes we've done about pivoting because this is such an important speaking skill. But just to like 
highlight this fact, guys. Don't pivot in writing. Okay, like this, it's not a writing skill. You got to be directly on topic all the time in writing. But for speaking, yes, because this is a natural thing we do when we're talking, when we're communicating. So, yeah, pivotal. Pivotal is nice. It's a pivotal pivoting skill (laughs) for speaking. (laughs) And Jessica, when you were working as an examiner, because we know now that you were working as an examiner for 14 years up until just a few months ago, did you see a lot of students? do this well or did they kind of botch this? How did it go? That's a really good question. So I would say that um, by and large, students don't pivot because they are so scared about Mm. being marked down for talking about the wrong thing. And Mm. guys, that's impossible. Okay. Like that is not a thing to be uh, afraid of. You will not, you will never be marked down for talking about the wrong thing. Because there is no wrong thing. As long as you can connect it, as long as you have this pivot that Lindsay and I have been talking about. Because like, shoot, there are so many random topics that come up um, all over. Speaking part one, part two, part three. um, You're not going to have exact, you know, knowledge and stuff to say about all of them. And like, this is a good example, a TV documentary. If I got this in speaking part two, um, (coughs) excuse me, I could say something like, you know what? Um, to be honest, I haven't seen a bunch of TV documentaries because I don't actually think they're that common, but I do really love watching film documentaries. Mm, okay. And so just to emphasize, just to make sure our listeners heard, it's okay to do that in speaking, but not in writing. Is that exactly. right? Exactly. Yeah, okay. totally. You cannot pivot in writing. Okay, good. No, no, good. no. But speaking, yeah, for sure. Um, Because if you don't, this is what happened. And what happens, and this is what I saw in my thousands of speaking exams on the test, right, is that students um, falter, hesitate, stutter, and then they try to talk about something that they don't know anything about, so they can't say that much. Maybe they'll try and make something up. That might not work. And then, especially in speaking part two, they'll finish before a minute because they just literally do not have anything to say about oh. this exact thing. What a missed opportunity. Yeah, totally. I mean, there are so many directions you could take any question as long as you. So the point of pivoting, guys, establish the fact that you understand the question first mm. and then explain why you're not going to talk about that exactly. Yes. Good. And then transition into what you will talk about. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. That's huge. So it's really just about being explicit with the examiner and just saying, okay, this is why I'm doing this. This is what I'm going to do and then doing it. I mean, it's really not, it doesn't require that much. It's just kind of just articulating what you're thinking, right? And and when you, you know, when you're listening to our show, you're taking our course, you understand what the examiner wants and is thinking so you can then create that bridge. 
Right, exactly. I mean, how did we come up with the strategies in Three Keys IELTS? We came up with them because I had been examining for so long and I could see like, okay, <laughs> these are things yeah. that thousands of students are not doing and that's why yeah. they're stuck at a six. So yeah. that's the whole point of Three Keys IELTS is we're like, all right, guys, let's get past that six. <laughs> let's, exactly. let's learn how to get higher scores. Yeah. So maybe now, Jessica, you could show us an example of how to do this, right? How a student might do this. So how about we do a little sample answer? What do you think? Oh, okay. I'm not prepared, but that is oh, no. how oh, okay. you are on the exam. So it is an, an authentic okay. answer. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. So I'm going to go ahead and time you for two minutes. Do you want to do it or do you want me to do it? Oh, I'll do it. I'll do it. Okay. Okay. All right. So I think the question was, could you please talk about a TV documentary? Was that the question? Yes. Okay. All right. Go ahead. Oh, wow. So honestly, like if I hear the term documentary, I don't relate that to TV so much. I relate that to movies. I suppose I have watched a couple TV documentaries um, that CNN has released on different decades, but I haven't watched those for years. So I would rather talk about one of my favorite film documentaries that I still think about, that I still recommend, especially to students if they're curious about American culture and sort of like... The period of time in the 1960s, 1970s, when our culture really like turned on a dime, it was that fast. We went from sort of like wholesome picket, white, like white picket fences, you know, type um, leave it to beaver <laughs> ideas of stay at home moms and all these stereotypical family roles and gender roles. And then in the 1960s, 1970s with the civil rights movement and like hippies and Vietnam, our culture completely changed. Um, so I, I, uh, yeah. So my favorite documentary is called 20 Feet from Stardom and it talks about backup singers in the 60s and 70s. And they're all African-American backup singers. And at the time, through the civil rights movement, they could reflect this in their own careers and what they were demanded and, and like asked to do for big stars, mostly white stars, and what they were called upon to do for these tracks that were number one hits, gold records. And so the white dudes would be making all the money and getting all the recognition, um, like the Rolling Stones, for example, whereas the main voice of one of their songs, an African-American woman, um, nobody knows her name. And so this documentary That's brings to... Minutes. Le oh, is that two minutes? <laughs> yep, that's two minutes. Oh. Wow, good job. Oh, gosh I like darn it. it. I wanted to tell the Rolling Stones story. <laughs> I also had a Leonard Skinner story to fit in. Ah, next oh, time. <laughs> yeah, it, it was interesting. Your answer also made me think of the movie Hidden Figures, too, where Ooh, all yeah. the African-American women that were involved in the NASA launches in the 60s and 70s behind the scenes. Really interesting. Yes. Yeah. Guys, um, you know, like they're the strongest connection exists between culture and language. And to have really interesting answers on your speaking exam and experience English in another way where you're also learning about history, man, documentaries like this and Hidden Figures is a fictionalized movie, but it is based on real life events. Yeah. And I would say just to go back to the student's original question, 
in a sense, when you're preparing for IELTS, if you're in heavy prep mode, it's not acceptable to not know what a documentary is, right? You should know what it is, know that that could come up on the test and be immersing yourself in at least a few of them as part of your study plan. Yes, exactly. Yeah. I'm I'm really glad you made that point. That's something that I was going to say and I forgot because <laughs> we just moved on. But yes, yeah. that is a really good point. That is unacceptable to be asked anything on IELTS speaking and to say like, I have no idea what this thing is. No. Um, but you know what? Like if the student were in our Facebook group for Three Queens IELTS, then she could have asked me this question months ago, mm-hmm. learned what it is, had some recommendations for stuff to watch and would be completely ready for this question. Yeah. Yeah. The students in there, they just get fast tracked, right? They get fast tracked to their goal essentially. But let's talk a little bit about your answer. I love how, you know, you were able to really say, I don't relate to movie TV documentaries, but I'd rather talk about movie documentaries. You were very explicit. Yes. And that's the thing, like as direct and honest as possible. That's the pivot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was great. That was great. <laughs> I love oh, the you. expression <laughs> that you used turned on a dime. That was interesting because that's just interesting vocabulary. That is a fun idiom, isn't it? And it's so mm-hmm. um specific. I don't think I say it that often. But mm-hmm. guys, this is such a great idiom for speaking and writing to describe something that change that um changes like 180 degrees, right? Mm-hmm. Like in an instant. So that's a, it. it's a very useful phrase for IELTS, actually. Yeah, that's awesome. So this has been good today, an important skill, right, Jessica, for our listeners, because inevitably, you're probably going to get a question, guys, that you may need to pivot from. And now you you have the beginning tools to know how to do it. Yes, for sure. But guys, watch some documentaries. Just going to yeah. say that. You got to watch some documentaries. <laughs> Actually, oh, I've done, um, maybe it was either a video or a blog post. I think a video about, um, cool documentaries for IELTS. So I will mm. link to that in the blog post for this episode, guys. Come back to, um, IELTS.alliersenglish.com. And this is episode 720. All right. Sounds good. This has been a good topic today, Jessica. I'll see you back on the show very soon. All right. Sounds good. All right. Bye, take care. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English. And if you want to get tips from Lindsay and Jessica every week on how to get a seven on your next IELTS exam, be sure to subscribe to our podcast on your computer or on your smartphone. Thanks again and see you soon.